Okay, um, I want to, I want to, okay, we're going to continue talking about fish today, and I want to talk about, last week we spoke about fish that, that have fins but maybe don't have scales, this week I want to do the reverse, I want to talk about fish that have scales but maybe don't have fins, but I want to take a side, a side entrance, we're going to take a side road, and we'll get to the, we'll get back where we're going, so, as follows, in, in the, in Jewish, um, I don't know how to call it, in Jewish consciousness, there's such a thing, we believe in Gilgal, right? That, that uh, you know, people come back and things now, now, there's a specific set of believing in Gilgal, but people coming back in foods. And a specific amount of that is related to Shabbos foods, where like, uh, people can come back as a Gilgal and, 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 you know, transmigrate into a Shabbos food. Now, it's not such a rare occurrence that a fish or a chicken was, was uh, perceived to have cried out Shema Yisrael before it was killed for Shabbos. And there's a, there's a guy, Dr. Tovia Preshel, Rabbi Dr. Tovia Preshel, today, he wrote in the Jewish press, he wrote for years and years and years. Today they put out his like, articles in, in, in the Sefer, after like nine volumes, he was prolific. And he has in Chelek Sheni a whole collection of all the different Helig fishes over the Dairis who, who cried out Shema Yisrael, who were buried, who weren't eaten, who were eaten, all the different stories of it. And it's not as rare as you would think. Unless you think that it's just, you know, that happened here and there. There's a story about a chicken who uh, they shechted it, the head came off, and it didn't die, which is physically possible because you could shech, it's really a shechita, it's not a good shechita. It means you shechted too high and you didn't damage the, you didn't sever the, the kan and the veshet enough. And the chicken walked around, and this was in the town of Metz, the Shagasari city. And the Shagasari instructed them that although you could, you could just, you know, kill it, it's fine, they shouldn't eat it. You should bury it. And uh, they buried him in the outskirts of the basic forest. We know this because the Shagazari had a son, Rab Asher, who left over like Kisviyadis of some Sakim that he heard from his father. And his son in law published this in, in Haparades or Apeles, you know, in, in, the, in the early 1800s. And the son in law, the guy who was publishing it, said, Listen, we don't know, but this is a story with the Shagazari. So this is something that happened, you know, via Mol. Now, in particular, there was a fish in Vienna called the, the, the Heilige Fish of Vienna. It's the, there's a, it was a fish that was being prepared for Shabbos. I can't tell you the exact year that it happened. And ostensibly, supposedly, it cried out, Shema Yisrael. The woman of the house who was preparing it was, was totally frightened. She went to the Rav, and the Rav told her, a fish that cries out, Shema Yisrael, shouldn't be eaten. It should be buried. And they buried it in a small basic forest in Vienna and erected on top of it a matzeva. And instead of, what are you going to write? They don't know exactly the mice type of the fish. So instead of writing about the life of the fish, they put a little uh, statue of a fish. And there's a statue of a fish. This basic forest is in the... It, it still exists. It's right outside an old age home, a small Jewish old age home in Vienna. And you can see that it's chipping away. It's an old, it's an old graveside. But there's a graveside with a fish. Now, there are those who say that it just was the graveside of a fishmonger. Someone who sold fish from a long time ago. And this whole story never happened. But allegedly, there's a story. And this fish is buried there with this, with this matzev of a fish. Now, this is an innocuous matzev of a fish. Big deal, right? It's a matzev of a fish. No harm, no foul. Okay. Now, I want to talk about a matzev of a fish that could be much more harmful. The, in Gaza, you know, a long time ago, the plishtim lived there. During the Yemei Shveit HaShavtim, during Shimshin and the Shavtim, the, the plishtim lived in Gaza. Now, the god of the plishtim was called Dagoin. Dalet Gimel Vav Nun. Which sounds like it has to do with fish. The god of the plishtim was called Dagoin. 
Several times in the Pesukim and Shaftim, it's Muzkar, this, you know, fish god, the god Dagai. Now, is a great machlikis amongst Rishenim, really early, early Rishenim, what Dagain, what the word, what the taich of Dagain is. In the, you know, Rashi sometimes brings down, in the Diktag Rashi's that we skip, Rashi brings down from Menachem or, or Donash. So Donash and Menachem have a great machlikis, what the taich of Dagain, the fish god of Dagain, the, 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 the god of the Plishtim Dagain is. <coughs> Donash says, I'm sorry, Menachem says, Machveres Menachem, he says that Dagain is Milosh and Dag, it's the same Sherish as Dag, he says, what the tzura of the, of the getchka looked like. We don't know exactly what the idol looked like, but it was the fish idol, whatever that meant. It was the fish idol, the power of the fish, you know? It was Aquaman. I, I don't know exactly what it is. We don't know the thing. Now, Rashi takes Machberes Menachem, takes Menachem's pirish that Dagan means fish, and runs with it, and says that the tzura of the getchka was fish. Rashi says the tzura of the Vedizara was fish. The Radak as well says the tzura of the Vedizara was fish. Comes along Donash and Rabbeinu Tam, no less, and say no, shtosim. Dag from Dagon is not fish, it's Milosh and Dagon, like craps, Milosh and craps. It's the god of the craps. And what exactly the tzura was, wasn't a fish, it was a tzura of something in Ravid And says Rabbeinu Tam, I have a klara raya that it couldn't have been a fish. The Ravid the tzura couldn't have been a matzev of a fish. He says, how do I know? Because the psukim in Shmuel Aleph tells the story as follows. During Eli's tufa as Kayin Gadol, Klaiso went out to battle with the Plishtim, and they brought the Aaron, Bris Hashem, with them to battle the Plishtim, right? They brought the Aaron out with them. And the Plishtim captured the Aaron, and they took it back home. So the Plishtim weren't sure where to store the Aaron. So it says the Plishtim took the Aaron, and they took it to base Dagain, to the house of their god, to Dagain's house. It says they come the next morning, and Dagain is lying on the floor, and the Aaron is still sitting there. Okay, something's, you know, going on over here. They eh, double down. They leave him there another night. The next night they come back, and Dagain is lying on the floor, and he's all broken. And the Pasuk describes how Dagan is broken. And it says as follows. The Pasuk in Shmuel Aleph says, um, it says, uh, it says, uh, it says, uh, the head of Dagan, and his two hands, were chopped off by the base that was holding him. Meaning the head of it and his arms fell off. It was shattered. It fell onto the thing. And from this, the Gemara of Avedizar and Malaf learns out, that Avedizar and Ishtabrameyela and Avedizar that got broken on its own possibly loses its status in Avedizar because ostensibly the adherents of Avedizar would say if it can't watch itself, it probably can't watch us. So, so this is a sugi. But now, Lamaisa, think about it for a second. As far as I know, fish don't have arms. Uh, uh, a matseva, a graven image, a matseva that would be in the shape of a fish would not have arms. Fish have heads. The head of the fish could fall off. But fish don't have arms. What would it mean that Dagain fell? His head and his arms were broken. So says Rabbi Nutam and says, and says Donash, this is a clara raya that the shirish of the word Dagain is not Milosh and Dag, it's Milosh and Dagon. It means, you know, craps. It doesn't mean fish. Because fish, it can't mean fish don't have hands. No, no, we don't, but we don't know what the tzura of the Vedizar was then. It was representative of the power of, you know, of the God who takes care of the craps. It could have been a human, it could have been whatever, it could have been anything else. Now, so other Rishayim say it was a mix. It was the bottom was like a fish, the top was like a human, or vice versa. This is Rabbi Tam's Raya. So now put this in your mind, that, that, that this, this, let this fact hold true, that L'chaira, fish do not have arms, and Rabbi Tam uses this as a Raya to prove that Dagan is not, is not, you know, doesn't have arms. Now here comes the Shaila. So here's the Shaila. The, the, we said last week, let's just chazaz over, so we have this in the back, in, in, in the back. We said last week that the Gemara and Chulun, the Samach Vav says, Anything that has fins, we know automatically that it has scales. I'm sorry, if I care. Anything that has scales, we know automatically that it has fins. You don't have to search for the fins. 
Okay, so now if I was to present you with a fish that has only scales, even though you can't find the fins, the halach would be you're allowed to eat it. So here's the shadow that was presented. The, the Taisus Yamtiv writes in his Pirish Madane Melech on Chulam, he writes a Shiloh that happened to him as follows. Says the Taisus Yamtiv. He says, uh, When I was the Avbezdin and, and the Rav in Kilik Desha Vienna in Wien, incidentally the same city that has the, the Matseva of, of a fish, this uh, rabbi doctor, Aaron Reifer, presented me with a fish, <coughs> a dag that was called in their language, skinkus marinus. That's what he calls it, a skinkus marinus. Now, uh, I don't know Latin, but skinkus is, is, skink is the Latin word for lizard, and marinus is the Latin word for marine. So it's a marine lizard of, of a variety or another. That's what it is. It's a marine lizard that was brought in front of him. It was found in the Yamasvardi, which in this context means the Mediterranean. And here's the catch. It's poisonous. It's a poisonous sea lizard that, that if you eat it, you, you know, you'll be damaged. But the harakachim, the pharmacists, they know how to extract the venomous glands from this, from this sea lizard. So they could extract it. And then they made, make medical concoctions out of the flesh of this skinkus marinus. It has all the definitive signs of being a kosher fish. It has scales on its whole body. But it has no fins. This is what the Tezijamtiv is presented with. This is the child. They bring to him a sea lizard, a skinkus marinus from the Mediterranean. It has certain medicinal properties that people want to use it for. It's poisonous. It has scales. It doesn't have fins. What do, you, what do you do about this? It says the Taisus Yamtiv, he was, he was confused. Taisus Yamtiv says, um, I, I don't know what to do. And I, you know, I didn't know what to answer. Now here's his first attempt at cracking it. Now many Paiskim opined about this and there's many, many sheets about this, but his first attempt at cracking the kosher status, the kosher status. Now just, just a moment of the Taisus Yamtiv holds that it's schwer that the Torah would say anything that has scales is kosher. Meaning, you find something with scales, you can eat it. But, but one of the things that have scales are poisonous. He says that's like the Torah is like setting you up to, like, to, get, to fail. Because the Torah is going to tell you anything that has scales, good to go. You can eat it. You're going to go fishing. You pull up this thing that has scales. You don't know what it is. But it has scales, must be kosher. You eat it, you drop dead. So, so the Torah set you up. Like it gave you no warning that this is a poisonous fish. He says, the Torah wouldn't do that. Like give you no warning that it's a poisonous fish and just leave you hanging. He says, so could it be that it's really kosher? So here's his first suggestion. Says the Taisus Yamtiv, possibly you could say that hands, the, the lizard looks like a lizard. It has little hands and little feet, four little, you know, four, two hands, two feet. It has a tail like a lizard, it has a snout like a lizard, and it's full of scales. Says the Taisus Yamtiv, perhaps we could suggest that the hands of the lizard are fins. Says maybe hands are called fins too. This thing swims with its hands. That's how it swims. That's its method of getting around. So just like fins, the Gemara describes as something that the fish uses to swim with. So hands, the, these are, the fish uses it to swim around with. Hands are fins too, says the Taisi Now he does not bring a raya from Dagon, but l'chayr, we have a raya from Dagon. According to the way Menachem teach Dagon, that Dagon is Milashin fish, and he's not disputing that the Pasuk in Shmuel Al Farak Dalad says, Farak says, that its hands and its head fell off, L'chair, there was the understanding that a fish that presented with some sort of hands could still be looked at as a fish. It had the body of a fish, even though its extremities were like hands, like a human or whatever, it still could be called a fish. And the hands could serve as a fish. Because the hands could serve as, as, as fins. 
This is what the Tesis Yomtev suggests. Now, he doesn't like this, for obvious reasons. It's a schwer thing to say that, you know, a fish that has hands could be called hand, could be called skit, could be called fins. It's like a hard thing to, to wrap your head around. So Tesis Yomtev says that he doesn't, he doesn't think that that's Lemaisa. So, he, so he says, he suggests uh, uh, two different things. Now, both of these things received, now, one second, just, just, so, just Leman Yedu, the two Ashar, which is from the Gedele Achrein, the Machashev Achashev Achrein, says, like the Taisis Yantif, that hands are fins, and says, it's a kosher fish. Hands are fins, you're good to go. So, this is not just Taisis Yantif, it's a havmina, like a throwaway havmina that doesn't go with. The, 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 the two Ashar says it's a kosher fish. No problem. Hands are fins, it's a kosher fish. That's, that's what the, the first attempt at cracking it is. The second attempt says the Taisis Yantif is as follows. He says, maybe when Chazal said that Koshi Yeshloi Kaskesas Yeshloi Snapir, anything that has scales automatically has fins, they were talking about the fish that were available in their time. Meaning, fish keep on inter- intermingling and changing, and there are fishes that are crossbreeds, and you know, two different fish that were never exposed to each other because of global warming are now exposed to each other, and their children are a new brand, a new variety of fish. Says it to if it's possible, that Chazal weren't saying like exclusively, like these are all the fish that could ever exist. And these are the ones that are kosher. You know, this is the same. And Chazal was saying, the fish that we've ever seen, the fish that we've seen, that's what the Tzitzit says. Now this is a very, uh, it's a troubling nakuda. It's a troubling So first of all, I just want to read you. There's a Gemara in Chulun. The Gemara in Chulun in Daphne Bezim at Aleph says as follows. The Gemara says, This is the Chaya that you should eat. HaKadosh Baruch Hu grabbed from every min that existed, the Herolei L'Moshe, and he showed Moshe, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kaviyachal showed Moshe Rabbeinu, this you could eat, this you can eat, and etc. Now, what the Gemara in Chulun is talking about is Chayas. It's not talking about Dafka fish. Taisvis has a whole Marachah, what's included in it, what's not included in it, but HaKadosh it's possible that from the Gemara in Chulun is a Mephorosh Gemara that seems to imply that HaKadosh Baruch Hu very clearly showed Moshe Rabbeinu each min. So if we have a halachal meshmasina that tells us that anything that has scales has fins, you should need to be able to take that to the bank. You shouldn't be able to say, that was then, but now, you know, fish change, there can be new fish, there can be and, and because of this, the Prichadash in Simon Pei Gimel, he uh, strongly opposes this tarot of the Taisi Jamtim. He says, uh, he says, Vishari Leymar, this is very strong. He says, Vishari Leymar, the Tesyantav made a mistake, he says, Lahalis al Asefer, to write al Asefer, Dvarim Zarim Ke'elu, such outside strange things like this. Shekimat Oiker Tchumin, Vigvulin, Shegavlu Rishainim. He's almost being Oiker, the whole Tchum and the Gvul, the Chazal Rekeveya. He's making the whole thing kind of worthless. Whatever the Gemara says in Nidan and Chulin to describe for us what a kosher fish is, by the time the Tesyantav is done with it, it's almost worthless. And in general, he's giving people a makam to be in fact about all the chazal. Maybe whenever chazal say something, they spoke what they knew. They didn't speak what they don't know. He says, He says, just like you're going to say, this is a brand new species that's a mix of several species. Maybe there's all sorts of other new species that are mixed. And then what chazal said as a rule, is just nothing. It falls to the ground. He says, so the, the Prichadash strongly, strongly opposes this, this idea of saying that, that you know, it's, it's a product of Harkava. This is not an original fish. This didn't exist in Mechazal. Okay, so that, that doesn't work. So continues the Tesis Yantav. Tesis Yantav himself rather falls off the terrace, but not because of this. 
continues to say, Yantam, and he says a third potential reason why these fish should not be kosher. And this one he says, it's a whole deek and a pasik, I'm not going to get into his specifics, but the Yantam says that the Torah repeats this rule twice. You could eat it. And that you shouldn't eat. To which the Gemara and Fulun of Samachav and Beis asks, why the repetition? Why the Torah saying the same thing twice? I understand. If Yeshle I can eat, so Einle I can eat. And the Gemara says, we want you to be over a lot. eat the wrong fish, you're over a lot of But says the Tesis perhaps, and he has a tzaddik in the Lashna Pasuk, perhaps, just like we know, there are many species of things that live underwater. There are fish, and there are like, call it sea creatures. They're not fish, meaning fish is a scientific definition. It, it's a fish. It does what fish do. It breathes like a fish, it eats like a fish, it lives like a fish. There are other things under there that are sea creatures. There are mammals, certain mammals that live under the sea. There are certain, you know, hybrids that live under the sea. They're sea creatures. So what the Torah is telling us is, that sea creatures don't have the same hetter of Yeshle Snapper Vikaskesas. By sea creatures, we don't have this rule that as long as it has scales, you're good to go. By sea creatures, you have to know that it has both fins and scales. So it says the Tesis perhaps a sea creature like the Skinkus Marinus, which is a sea lizard, which, yes, it has scales, but it doesn't have the rules of fish. It has the rules of sea creatures. And the rules of sea creatures is a different rule. It needs to have fins and scales. That's the, the Taisis Yamtiv's another time. The middle of Taisis Yamtiv says, L'chayretz Aser, because a sea creature that doesn't have fins and scales, you know how to eat. Now this, the Prichadosh uh, doesn't like either. He says, you're making something brand new. Doesn't say this in Chazal. The Gemara doesn't make this distinction. It's Badem Eliba, he says. The Taisis Yamtiv is making up a brand new criteria for Kashrus of the sea. And it doesn't say it anywhere. So, to make up something new. No, he doesn't like it. Now, but so, so ends the Prichadosh. The skinkus marinus is permitted for eating, says the Brichadash. I see it. It's something that's... Eat, well, you eat it for medicine, but meaning it's not very tasty. The way it was eaten was medicine, but it says it's permitted to be eaten because it presents with scales. That's a rule from Chazal. Don't tell me Chazal, we're only talking about what they knew. Don't tell me it's our cover. Don't tell me, you know, all things. it's kosher fish. He doesn't even get into if arms are fins, they're not fins. You could be saying that it must have at some point had fins, and you're allowed to eat it. This is what the Prichadosh says. Now, the Lamashal others, like the, like Lamashal, the, the Shailameshiv, takes this almost all the way the same way, and then at the last minute he makes a pivot. <coughs> the Shailameshiv says, by all the Samanim that I give him Chazal, it should be mutter to eat the skin Kismaranis, but says that it's poisonous. And poisonous, you're not supposed to eat. He says, that's what the Gemara said, when the Gemara says, then the Gemara asks, so why do we have to say both of them in the Pasuk? Gemara says, Like just, you know, Yagdotarivyadir. We pointed this out last week. There's no benefit of saying it again. Says the Shalomashim, the benefit was what the Torah was telling you that there's going to be, there's going to be, us as the Saif Kamadiris to be one animal that has Kaskeses and you're going to assume it has fins and you can eat it too, but don't because it's not good for you because it's poisonous. So the Shalomashiv the, the learns like, which means that it's mutter, but in it's poisonous, so don't eat it. That's how like the, the Shalomashiv says it. Now, now um, Lemaisa like this. Lemaisa, the, the, in 1850, some new science came out where they changed the name of this creature and it's no longer called the Skinkus Marinus. Now it's called the Skinkus Skinkus, which means it's a plain lizard. It's a lizard. It doesn't really live in the water. It lives in the mud under the water. It has the ability to hold its breath and swim through the water to get to the mud. And it burrows into the mud, that's where it lives. And it has the ability to extract oxygen from the mud. They change the name and it isn't a fish bachlal. Meaning the whole thing is a tais. It's not a fish. And the, 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 
So I'll read you the Dark Truth. In, in 1850, a German Rav, Rav Zakuta, I think his name was, published an article in the Shem Ritzian HaNe'eman saying that the new science of the day clearly tells us that the skinkus is not a fish. And therefore, the whole shmuz with the Prichadosh and the Taisis Yamtif and the Rebbeinus and Eipschitz and Shailim Meshiv and then the Tvu Ashar, it's all out the window. The Stam, it's hypothetical. They're talking about something that doesn't exist. There is no such a thing as a fish the way they're describing it. And he says, science tells us that this is not a fish. Now, the Dark Echuva, the Mon Kachirava brings this down. And the Dark Echuva is very unhappy about this. He says, Shuvri Isi B'Shem Ritzian HaNe'eman there's a chuva there from a German Rav who won't be named, he says. Then he says, and he brings from science, he says, He brings from what he finds in the Sifra Mechter, from scientists. They count it as part of the scorpion genome. It's a scorpion. It's bats of a scorpion. It's not a fish, he'll call it. Well, if he's there, he's a It's a regular sheret. It's a It's not to do with fishes. Ayin Shem Barichas says, V'le yadati, Eich nasan makam ledvarov, Ben tshuva sagayinim bali tracin. How he had the chutzpah to put his tshuva between the tshuva of the gayinim. He says, you're just bringing a science from gayim. Shekal dvarov nemro, Pidivri terisein haktesha, Behevi raya ledvarov, Midivri mishayinim ibnei amenu. He brings a raya from gayish, a scientist. Who cares what they say? One way or the other way. That's not how you bring a riot to, to, to finish up the Shailah. So this is the Daki Chuva's, uh, you know, vociferous protest. Tessiyamta suggested. suggested it without knowing anything yet. Now, what's worse than that is to get up with Tessiyamta suggesting it as a Havamina, the Chsam Seifer, and this probably was not published at the time that the Daki Chuva was writing this Chsam Seifer, not in a Chuva, but in Chidushim al in on Chulun and Dafsam Abav, the Chsam Seifer says exactly the same thing. The Chumsefer says, I know from science that this is not a fish b'chlal. It's just a lizard. And therefore, it's permitted to eat it. It's, it's aser to eat it. It's sheret samayim. It has nothing to do with fish. Chumsefer says it. Um, the Malbim wrote it in one of his svarim. The Dark Yichuvah, did not know. I don't think the Dark Yichuvah would have been as upset if the Chumsefer said it. I just don't. That's the, I can't tell you for sure, but that's my feeling. The Chumsefer in, 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 in Chulun Dasam Vav says the exact same thing. And the, the Malbim says it too. And the Matthias is like that that the skinkus marinus is not a fish. It's a lizard. Now, uh, there is things that, that they want to learn from it, but it's not a fish, it's a lizard. Now, uh, once we're talking about this, I just want to talk about a second type of fish that isn't a fish, maybe, and uh, also has to do with sand. So let's just talk about that for a minute. There's a, a chesidish inyan. It's a totally chesidish inyan. It's not brought down in Shulchan Aruch, it's not brought down in Rambam, it's not brought down... No sax farm, bring it down. It's a chesidish inyan that, that's brought down in... Rabbi Shmuel of Darig's Chuvas. There's a Chuva called, the Shail Chuvas called Oil Shmuel from Rabbi Shmuel of Darig, who's a Talmud, Talmidei Talmidim of Balshamtiv, who brings down that we have a Messiah, he says, in the Chesidish of we have a Messiah from the Balshamtiv, who possibly has a Messiah from Elioa Navi. That is a type of fish called Shlaya fish, that's the German name for it. Shlaya fish, we don't eat, but you're allowed to eat them the whole year. You only don't eat them during the months of June, July, August. Shlaya fish are treif during June, July, August. That's when you can't eat shlaya fish. Hazayi is a messiah from Baal Shem Tev, from Elio Anavi. This is what Shmuel of Darig brings down. Now, Shmuel said to me, what does that mean? It's a kosher fish, not a kosher fish. So if you look at this fish, the shlaya fish, in English it's called the tench fish. Chaim Ginsburg actually told me yesterday in his, in his, uh, as a kid, they had one of these. It's called the doctor fish. It basically, it swims around the bottom of the aquarium and it keeps the whole aquarium healthy. Uh, t- a tench fish is a good fish to have in your aquarium. Golden tench, they look nice. 
People put them in their aquarium. It's a tench fish, but if you look at a tench fish, it has fins, it has scales, it's a regular fish. It's a tench fish, it's similar to a carp. It's so, so what's this shlaya fish? What is this balshemtiv that says that a shlaya fish you can't eat? Well, what is this psak? So brings Rav Shmuel of Darug in his, in his sefer, Imri Shefer, he brings as follows. There's a Gemara in Makis, and after Zion, that says as follows. The Gemara says that if you eat, Haiman da Achel Benisa de Bekarba, Malkinon Le Misham Sheretz Hasheretz Ala Aretz. Someone who eats Benisa de Bekarba, we don't know what that is exactly, is like it because of Sheretz Hasheretz Ala Aretz. It's considered a Sheretz on the ground. Now there's a Machlekes Rishainim, had on the stand that case. Some Rishainim say it means it's a, it's a, a Sheretz, it's a real Sheretz. It happens to be a Sheretz that has some aquatic you know, capabilities, similar to, similar to, let's say, to the skinkus, where it could swim in the water a little bit. But if you eat it, you should know it's a Sheretz. It's not a fish. It's Treif, it's Sheretz, Sheretz, Aretz, and Yichayev. Other Rishayinim, the Ramban, and others, but it really comes from the Ramban, say that we're talking about a fish. But it's a fish that's able to live on dry land. And there is such a thing. It's called a lungfish, where basically the fish has, it's an ad- adaptation where the fish has some sort of lungs, and it could live in like muddy land for quite a while. It doesn't die. As long as it's like in mud, good mud, it will live. It could breathe in the mud. <coughs> and on that fish, the Gemara and Marcus is saying that if you eat it, you chayef a sheretz a sheretz alamayim. Sheretz a sheretz alarts. So even though it's a regular fish, but since it lives on the land, it gets other dinim in its tree. So says of Shmuel of Darig in the Sefer Imri Shefer, Mustama, that's where the Baal took it from. It says the shlaya fish, the, the, ten, the tench fish, is able to live in very, very muddy water for a long time and has the ability to like process air out of the mud for many, many months. So the Baal Shemtev said during the dry months of June, July, and August, when the rivers are all dried out and the tench fish are mamish in the bed of the river and it looks like they're shratzim, they're creepy crawlies that are just like me- making their way through the mud, said the Baal Shemtev, you can't eat it because then it's like the, the shratzim asherits, it's like the Gemara and Makis. But come during June, do, come during January, when there's plenty of water in the river and the tench fish is swimming around normal, okay, then it's a fish, then you could eat it. This is what the, the Imre Shefer says to explain this Baal Shemtev's, this Baal Shemtev's the Darki Tshuva brings down this, this, uh, this thing from, from the, from the Mershefer, and he brings even a little bit more of a background. He says, he writes as follows, the Darki Tshuva writes, when I was by, here, it says, That's the, 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 the shin of his son. The Devri Cheskel's son, the Devri Chaim's grandson. He said, When I was by the Marash, Mishinava, Shalti is Pikachim, Inyan Ashmua, Shaimrim. I asked him about the Shmua that they say, Shemakubal me at Sadikim, Shemidar Shalafanenu. It's Makubal for Shem the Sadikim from the Dar before, Shalela Achle, not to eat this fish. Vieshahim Nimnoim Mila Achle, and there are those who may eat it, Rak be Bez Chadashim, Tammuz Vav, only during Tammuz and Av. The Higgadli Bashem Rabbi Hagain Rashke Bag, Marina of Shalom Zatzal, that's the Sar Shalom of Bells. He says, They told me, B'shem, the, he, the, the shin of it told me in the name of the Sar Shalom, Shebebez Chadashim and Al, during these two months, the Sar Shalom wouldn't need it. Now here the Dakar Tshuva says something that maybe doesn't stem with Emre Shef. He says, and he told me that the whole mini over here has nothing to do with the halacha klal. There's no real chash al pidin that this is a sheretz, you're allowed to eat it. Shebebez Chadashim and Al, during those two months, there's something that's attached to this fish. That's Misham Zuama, and really you can't eat them during those two fish. So, during, during those two months. So, really, you have the Imri Shefer of Shmuel of Darug who's saying it as a halachic perspective. Well, to be honest, nobody really knows. Meaning, they have a Messiah, there's a Chsidish Messiah not to eat. 
ten shvish during these two months. Nobody really knows the reason. Shmuel of Darig says, "Mistam it's a halacha in daimet yana gemar and makis." Da'akechuva says that he heard from the Sar Shalom that it's an inyan of Kabbalah. Now, if you look in 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 like uh, you know these type of svarim about fish. Some even explain that the reason why a fish is only mutter if it has scales is because fish have a certain zuama and they shake it off when the scales come off. So a fish like this that has extra zuama, you can't take it off. I, I don't know exactly how to explain it, but Akbanam, there's a chsidish minik that's muskar and many men of chsidish svarim not to eat the tench fish. Now, I don't know if anybody eats tench fish. I think it tastes like carp, but it's like less good than carp. So I don't know if it's, it's a popular fish deep flow ever. But these are two fish that live in sand. The sandfish, you know, the skinkus marinus, and the tenchfish that lives in mud, that burrows in mud. And both of them, because of how they lived and how they were different than regular fish, made very big shilas. One, the, stink, the skinkus marinus, the skinkus skinkus, is not something that's eaten today. And if anything, it ultimately vindicated chazal. Like it came to be a raya, the chazal, when they said, knew exactly what they were talking about. And even the same commentaries, you know, two millennia later, we were never able to find the fish that broke those rules. A fish that presented with cascasas and didn't present. You know, if anything, uh, I saw Rabbi Meiselman from, from, you know, uh, yeah, he has a say for Torah and uh, science and Torah. He uses the skinkus as like a big riot. Like, Chazal knew what they were talking about. Even when you think it's an obscure scientific detail, Chazal knew exactly what they were talking about and it was never possible to find one. Now, Lemaisa, he, just as a postscript, he wrote to the Smithsonian uh, uh, Museum and asked them if they have any specimens of fish that have scales but don't have fins. And he publishes the email to which they wrote back, yes, of course we do. And they sent him back the name, my, kid, this, my Latin stops at Skinkus Marinus. There's a name of an eel, some sort of eel that has scales but doesn't have fins. And he writes, he'll go through why that also is not a kasha. Maybe it has some sort of fins, maybe it doesn't, etc. But at the bottom, it really ends up being a raya of Kamagadel de Vichacham. And in regards to the tench fish, so that's a chsidish minik that isn't Musker and Shulchan Aruch. I don't know, I don't, I don't know if that's a minik. I don't know. I don't know if that's something that still exists. I don't even know if that's a fish that's for sale, meaning that's a fish people eat anywhere in the world. Or it's just, you, you know, I, I don't even know. I don't know the status of that one. But I it's interesting that there's an extra legal, like, new isser on a fish because it borrows in the mud because it presents as a sheretz. Okay, I don't know. There's mo- a lot more to say of a fish, but maybe we'll move on to the next course. Maybe we'll go to, like, birds next week. We'll see. What is that?